How's it going, Reject Nation? John here. Wanted to quickly take a moment to welcome y'all back to Hawkins to our Stranger Things 4 React Review Recap Breakdown etc. series. We have full-length uh, watch-alongs for Stranger Things 4, all the episodes over at our Patreon if you want to sync up and watch the whole thing with us, or you can check out the reaction highlights on YouTube. But uh, yeah, this has been a very exciting season so far. This is our uh, discussion of Chapter 1, The Hellfire Club. Uh, very excited for what's to come, and I hope you guys have been enjoying as well. Anyway, that's enough babbling from me. On to the review. <laughs> that was so much worse than I expected it to be. That was that was brutal. Damn, that was a. That was metal. <laughs> this show gets violent, but that is one of the most violent things I think this series has done. That's disgusting, yeah. Wow. It's so painful and visceral. Ooh, uh. <laughs> that was, I was... I was taken aback by how violent that was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Oof. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. That was hardcore. Yeah. That was, that was brutal with an umlaut. Over the U. <laughs> I like that these episodes are so long. They really yeah. take their time to breathe. Like, this is transportive, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, and it, it, it's the perfect kind of halfway point between a feature movie and a. Each one of these is like five minutes short of being a feature movie. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, 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 no, absolutely. But, but at the same time, yeah. this was a great, really lovely paced episode. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're going to introduce new characters. Yeah, you gotta yeah. introduce new characters, you gotta catch yeah. up with everybody, you gotta set the stage, and you gotta build the tension without going too ham too fast, and I thought they'd absolutely achieve that here. And I like the the new character, or the new villain, you know, like, we've seen them before. Like, I think what's interesting is so much of the time, like, every preceding season, even the first season, every character's dealing with their traumas, and it's so much about overcoming their traumas. You know, in order to to win the day, and to have a villain that specifically feeds on your traumas yeah. is a cool direction to take your your next villain in Stranger Things, and also a a villain presumably from the Upside Down, it seems, that um, is also humanoid and hu humanoid to an extent, <laughs> like yeah. uh, humanoid and and speaks as well. Versus, uh, you know, like, incepting your mind or, you know, death yeah. organs. And yeah, it, is, it, is a, it is a different direction to, to take it. Uh, so, yeah, there's, there's a lot here. Yeah, there's more to talk about. Damn, wow. All right, so ideally we want to keep these discussions short because uh, there's so much to get through. But they put so much effort into each episode yeah, <laughs> that you yeah. want to, like, yeah. break it all down. Uh, yeah, there's so much to, to unpack here. So, you know, it's like, and I, and I know usually by the time people are watching our reactions, they're already, like, like on, they're done with the, the show. show. Yeah. yeah, they're already done with the show. Absolutely. You know, so I get it. I get it. And, and uh, but this this in particular for your, your pilot to return, it's, there, there's so much depth in it. And they seem to be, dropping a lot of clues about time travel like a lot of us have suspected that there might be some type of time travel quality got a russian doll already like right at the at the beginning of this story and um you know everything with the clocks and the way they call it the, how would you explain that that, that like when you're cutting back and forth through a series of events 
When you're intercutting yeah. like two sequences that mirror each other in yeah. terms of yeah the action as well as the sentiment spoken or whatever that is. Yeah, there's a lot of that in this episode. I don't know if it was to like get through the setup or if that was a thing that was also thematically tying in with the whole time element. I think it is. I think I think there's definitely a time motif and there's also definitely a sort of mirrors motif. <laughs> it's okay. This is this is what Dustin has to do with on a daily basis. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I thought that the, there is a, a definite mirroring and paralleling motif yeah. that they do, definitely within those montages and within those intercuts between, yeah, uh, uh, that sort of exquisite corpse style. Like, they're both basically saying the same thing in two different scenarios. But there's also, I think, in a way where, you know, you watch Moon Knight and it's like, yes, it's very easy to tell that there are a million reflections and mirrors and that's part of the motif. But I thought this also has that in the the visual, in the settings. There are a lot of things that are played out, uh, off of mirrors or glass or mm -hmm. reflections and things like that. And uh, and I think they lace those things together visually as well really nicely along with, yeah, the, the cutting and stuff like that. If I had one little... Um... I don't even know if it's a nitpick because I I, I want it. This is why you people binge watch. I want to wait to see how the rest of the season uh, unfolds. Mm -hmm. Is that after wanting you know a season four for so long, I was surprised how it felt like most of the time was not spent with the returning characters, but with the new characters. Yeah, like they gave a lot of focus to Eddie, uh -huh. like so much focus. Eddie and Chrissy. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, it's like you have but this Eddie, whole... It's not like this is Eddie's episode. You know? It really does, you yeah, because you got a play set for the entire ensemble. Yeah. you got to establish some core conflicts and then establish, yes. too, the new situation going. And I think, yeah, I'll wait to see how they do it. But for a first episode, I did kind of appreciate that because as the trauma, you know, continues and as this villain dives directly into character traumas, mm -hmm. I wonder if they're going to now kind of... Uh, expand the themes into, you know, traumas shared by communities and generational traumas and things like that and, and other That's things. Definitely what I was picking up on. Too. Yeah. Because yeah. I talked to the basketball player. The basketball player too, another The player. basketball, yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> and that, that really uh, leaned in on, not sorry to interrupt, but yeah, yeah. It's his speech yeah. was very much about like Hawkins community. Yeah. yeah, and so it feels sensible from here right now that they would start that way and that they might be bolstering the of the overall scope of the story with that stuff. But at the same time, yeah, like, it hit me most when we cut back to Eleven when they, uh, in the scene that was released as a clip where she runs into uh, the bullies and they smash her diorama. Uh, like, that was a moment where I was like, oh, wow, that's right. We, we really are doing a lot and we haven't seen Eleven except for in these couple scenes even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my my guess is, yeah, the next one we'll, we'll dive further into our main ensemble again. I mean, gosh, this creature preys on Eleven's traumas. It's an interesting cool. setup, though, you know, to go from the, the early days of Dr. Brenner. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was ever made clear that Eleven was the one who offed the rest of the kids. Part of me now is wondering if that is a mislead. or Because if you look at the way Chrissy died and if you look at the way all the kids died, it's that same, like, all their limbs were twisted and snapped around. And so I wonder if it's meant to look like Eleven did all that when really she might have been in fighting. Fighting. Oh, yeah. When yeah. I assume they will eventually call Vecna, yeah. 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 I think they, they said they would call. I think the Duffer brothers or someone said it. Was, yeah. I forget some details mm. of, of what I've learned in the past. Which, if that's they, a, yeah, they say about Lucas being on the basketball team, I don't remember if that was told or not, or if that was shown in trailers. 
He's shown in, in the jersey, yeah. Is sure. he? Yeah, okay, yeah, I don't yeah. remember that. Oh, and, and for him, to, I feel like there is, there is sort of an interesting migration of that plot line of like, ah, oh, every season one of the kids is feeling especially alienated from the group. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah. it's part of the, this goes in theme with Stranger Things of growing up. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I like the way that the the tone and the '80s style is able to grow up with them. Like this felt more like a teen summer movie, you know, than perhaps like the the ET or Goonies type of inspirations of seasons past. I th- I thought I guess I, I get my dates all mixed up. I was like, I thought that Jonathan would be done with high school now. <laughs> I know. I can't. So we're like working at a newspaper. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, Steve's still in high school. Too? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I thought half these people already graduated. <laughs> so I guess they did. Like, oh, never mind. I guess I'm getting my dates mixed up on because I don't remember. The last season took place in summer. I don't think they were in actual school. Okay. It was Fourth of July. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you'd be in the midst of summer. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. So it makes sense. Yeah, now it's spring. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, so 185 days. All right. So we're yeah. into everybody's last yeah. year. <laughs> That's right. They were working a summer job at the yeah. newspaper. I was just like, I thought you were done with school and now getting jobs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. My memory was uh, serving me incorrectly. But yeah, you got some fun little Easter eggs with Tammy. I remember now that they were talking, Robin and uh, and Steve were talking in the in the bathroom that one episode, and they they bonded over uh, Tammy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, that. Um, and then Dustin's girlfriend come back right away. Mm-hmm. Not the yeah. last time we'll see her. I assume. No, man. No, she gotta keep coming back. But yeah, I, I do want moving forward to spend time with the characters we've grown to love over the years, and like mm-hmm. really make that the focus. But you know, that's why I said like for for returning and to have your episode length be as as thick as it is, and for all of them to be really long. I think it's you know if it was shorter, I'd probably have more of an issue with that. Yeah. Um, but no, that was a gripping ending, you know. Yeah. Well, and it made really. Well, what was what was uh, if I'm not mistaken, when they get transported to the upside down in the previous seasons, they they're actually transported even when Will. I'm trying to remember what the rules are. Yeah. I, I remember when they went trick-or-treating in season two in their Ghostbusters outfit. Will was... He had he had uh, the camcorder, and then he got transported, and he fell down. And then I remember uh, Mike was like, Will, where are you? And he was, like, standing right there. He couldn't see him. Yeah. So here, when they're transported, it's all is within the mind. Yeah, it's like a telepathic link or something like that. Oh, that's crazy. It's the sense that I got, yeah. So yeah. It, it also mutates then the way in which the Upside Down interacts with its hosts. Yeah, I mean, we got uh, we, we got to catch up with a lot more of our characters. Because there's a lot of... The thing is, you already have a lot of characters, and now we're introducing always got way more. more than I expected. <laughs> they introduced more than I expected. Like, one is plenty, <laughs> honestly, yeah. with a cast this big. You got a whole Hellfire Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah, all these other kids on the basketball and the cheerleading squad because I feel like the basketball guy is going to be bigger, and that's going to lead to some trouble now with the whole freaking oh, yeah between Lucas and his friends. Yeah. Oh no, the, I was thinking the basketball player and and uh, Eddie. Oh, that too. I mean, yeah, his girlfriend be died at the his. his uh, yeah, he's probably going to get accused of murder, and oh my god, the Dungeons and Dragons go. Yeah, things are going to be really bad for yeah for Eddie pretty fast. <laughs> but no, it, it, I I thought this was I think what they said about wanting to be more horror, they really committed to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like season three got a little bit goofy and a lot more comedic, 
And it's a very junior year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but especially with them all getting a bit older, too, I think it's very natural to then advance the grade yes. of horror that they're willing to go to. Yeah. This feels more, um, yeah, they always up the cinematic quality, and it feels more in tune with like what we have with season one and two in terms of tone and style. And they can really take their time for those character beats. Like, I love that therapy scene with Max. Like Exactly. And the scene with uh, Eddie and Chrissy in the woods was really charming. Like, you can, yeah, do all the play setting you would have to do in like 45 minutes, but then actually give some time to also breathe in some actual character endearment and some actual emotionality into the scenes, too. Yeah. Yeah. So is his character Eddie? Is he older, or is it's a he, bit, he's been like held back a few years? Yeah. But he performed for Chrissy's junior high. They were in the yeah, like they were in school together, and they did a talent show. And now that they're in high school, I think he's just been held back so much. Like maybe he was a bit older than her. Maybe okay. he's been like two or three years held back or something like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so but not then I get Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, <laughs> so many friends who play Dungeons and so many. One day like, we'll see no, enough because <laughs> every time I see and and I do appreciate the way that they cut that montage between the D and D game and the basketball game because I've never really witnessed a Dungeons and Dragons game, uh, and I'm sure there's way more to it than even that. And I know there are a million web series where people do it on camera, but this was one where I was like, I really love that they're cutting back and forth between these two things and giving me some yeah. vague sense of how this all works, and it does look pretty fun. Like, looks time-consuming, but it looks really fun. I used to love a good imagination game. Yeah. And there was a line um, that, I remember in season three, a line that was that could have either been taken one of two ways with Will. Of, I forget exactly what it was, but a lot of people were like, did he mean that he just doesn't care for girls and he just wants to hang out with his friends, or was he implying that he's actually gay? Hmm. And then they had that moment there in the classroom where that girl tried touching him and, and uh, playing footsies, and he was like, get away from me. See, I don't know what to think now, yeah. because I feel like almost that they want us to think he's gay, and then they're going to reveal him as something. You can't have two gay people. You can't have two gay characters. <laughs> they're going to reveal, maybe they'll, hey, I mean, maybe they'll reveal him as asexual. That's a thing, yeah. too, that doesn't get brought up very often. Maybe. Might as well make it happen. But it almost seems like something else is happening yeah. that we can't, because I feel like it would be very easy to go, uh, maybe he's gay, or else he just doesn't like that particular girl or whatever. Well, Millie Bob, everyone's great still. Millie Bobby Brown, excellent as always. Uh, mm -hmm. She's just such a, like, she's my favorite character. Um, a lot of people's, like, she's an easy one to, her hopper, the easiest ones to go to. Yeah. But uh, no, specifically her, like, her acting is just so unbelievably phenomenal. Oh, yeah, and the little nuances about her, her speech and vocabulary and all that stuff. But. I will say my association with Finn Wolfhard has definitely changed over the years. I used to see Mike, <laughs> now I see Finn Wolfhard. Now I see Stranger <laughs> Things is Finn Wolfhard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't see Mike anymore. I Throwback extraordinaire. Very aware of Finn Wolfhard now. <laughs> That's my goal for this. Bizarre. <laughs> so everyone else, I just see the characters. Even Winona Ryder, I just Even see Winona Joyce. Even Winona Ryder is Joyce. Uh, yeah, but for her, for Finn Wolfhard, I, I just see Finn Wolfhard. That's yeah. my biggest hope for this season is that it can get me back to just seeing him as the character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because so much of what I understand about Finn Wolfhard is just Mike. So, yeah. <laughs> well, the first two seasons I, I saw Mike and then for some reason in season three I'm like I don't know why I'm just aware of like I feel like you're playing Mike 
but you're you're not really Mike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah. I've seen so much of Finn Wolfhard in my life and all these other things now. Well, yeah. and so much of him is very similar to Mike, anyways. So I feel like the lines kind to, of to blur. I don't know. Like, Even in like interviews and stuff, he comes across a little more like cooler, confident actor kid. Yeah, but it's yeah. I don't. But it never seems like man, he's he's really created a character here. Like I I feel like the things he does not to uh, slight I feel, the I feel performance. opposite. I feel like he's not as nerd. I feel like Mike is so much more nerdy and. And then, like when I see interviews and stuff, he comes across like I'm a little cool. But I feel like that sarcastic and that quick wit is still in there. Sure, sure. Yeah. You know, just, just I yeah, less bad. I still still feel Wolfhard. He plays in a band, you know. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, <laughs> Wolfhard. That one horror movie he was in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that's more of the Finn Wolfhard I see now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. The Who guy knows? who's like, I want the guy who specifically says, I want Bill Hader to play the older me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, could you imagine if Stranger Things did an it thing where eventually we see them all as adults? Maybe you could make it out, get that it casting right back in here. <laughs> yeah, I always like him, and I wouldn't want the show. I don't want that to get misconstrued. I wouldn't yeah. want the show without Finn Wolfhard, though. No, to he's be totally he's part of yeah. the DNA. Yeah, of the show. yeah, yeah. I would not feel complete without him. Yeah. 100. percent um, yeah, and I am worried Jonathan will still get a little bit pushed to the background again. Like, yeah, uh, it wasn't last season. I, they'll find something like, yeah, for they Jonathan look, to be well, important. It seems like they're setting up that they're going to find flaws in their relationship. I guess that's <laughs> the thing. I, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, the, the most interesting thing they had was like, oh, she's going to choose him over Steve. And then the rest of the time they're like, okay, cool. How do we make Jonathan engaging now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, season three wasn't that engaged. I loved him in the first season, and I, I really liked him a lot to carry on in the second season. But mm -hmm. yeah, third season, he was definitely pushed a, a little bit to the backdrop. So yeah, I mean, they're all, they're all everyone's still great, and uh, we, we've got long-ass episodes for a reason, <laughs> and you know, anyone who we didn't really spend time with, I'm sure we're going to spend time with them in other episodes. Do a whole episode on Argyle alone. Yeah, this is, but for a setup, it, it still managed to feel like incredibly engaging and different mm -hmm. it does feel more late 80s yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah which is i, I think yeah. is a really fun it's a very specific of part of the 80s is late 80s <laughs> yeah yeah and i mean some people claim 86 and 87 specifically is some of the best years for pop culture ever and, yeah. and so they they definitely come with distinct and yeah i feel like yeah you're reaching like peak 80s at yeah. that point yeah all right, guys. Well, thank you for being here. Keep a lookout for our reaction to the next episode. We don't know how these are going to be uploaded. we got a lot of shows. So, yeah. <laughs> bear with us. Just bear with us as we're going. But, hey, we'll just keep a lookout. And last but not least, let's, let's shout out some patrons. Archangel Gabriel. Alexis Venus and Serena Williams. Mitchell Reed, you do good deeds. Tee hee hee, NMB. Jimmy Burns, I want your ashes in a urn. <laughs> Alan Ling playing with my thing. Logan Burden, my butt's hurting from all the twerking you did for me. I, I hope I didn't overuse my rhymes. Don't fear a when you got Kira. Eric Cons 39, you read my mind when you decided to, to pledge. Do you see Koosie Koosie? Cause I see Koosie Koosie. Phil Eider, I'm no longer in dire and I will call you my cider. Bear in the garage, not in a lodge. Cause bears are from the woods. Nick X, you are the best. <laughs> 
<laughs> I get euphoria when I think of Juan Longoria. Gail Ferguson and Mervyn Jaren Warner Bon Fon Milaner. Cliff Rodriguez, I'll do it if you tell me to suck on your eggs. <laughs> Chris brings me loss of bliss, busting nuts and stuff. Master T, you're a real G who brings me a lot of glee, Penny. I'm in heaven with John the Goat 7. Pseudonymous entity, I love you for eternity. Will you please join my fraternity? Yeah, and burn with me. Whoa. Yearn don't for step, freedom. Don't, don't oh my God. Don't Sorry, I didn't mean Guys and girls and everything in between, I want to thank you all for being part of our Patreon page and showing your support at this special tier. Um, any little bit helps right now. <laughs> Especially now. We're hiring a lot more editing hours these days. So yeah. thank you guys so much. Keep this real rejects train chugging along with the help of you guys. All you guys. Talk with you soon.